0: Good afternoon. This is Lacrosse Talk PM News Talk fourteen ten a.m. ninety two three FM online at WIZMnews.com, and and that's it. <laughs> that's uh, that's all there is to it. I uh, I don't know where Rick is. I didn't have a chance to run over there and see if he's over in the newsroom. I heard him in the building earlier today, so I would uh, guess that we'll see him later. But oh, we will. We'll see him. Now there's Rick, and look at that. I'm even I even plugged you in this morning in anticipation of talking with you later. So we're here on a free for all Monday because it's the day after Mother's Day weekend, and you had a good Mother's Day. You spent some time with family and some friends, even some family you didn't want to spend time with, and uh, you, know. <laughs> you did a good thing. You did you did okay. You and your mom. And uh, and those relatives you don't want to spend time with, good for you. You cement your position on the ladder, on the ladder up. Is that all right? So, uh, so what do you want to talk about? I'm always curious to know what you're thinking. Our uh, our people poll question is based on some comments that uh, that have come to this program, well, to uh, lacrosse talk in the morning. I I am always interested in. Uh, in your comments as well, because many of you that listen in the afternoon either don't uh, listen in the morning or don't have time to a listen and comment, so uh, I hear from different people in the afternoon than we do in the morning, and that that's interesting to me, uh, because it's a different perspective on what's going on in the world. Our our people poll question that we talked briefly about this morning, and I would be interested in knowing, uh, getting your take, has to do with... Uh, Your elected officials, in this case, our people poll question on your average alderman, because a listener this morning said that elected officials, and then specifically said, even our local elected officials forget who they represent the minute they get into office. And I found that uh, interesting. Do they really... do, Do even local officials the same folks that you sit next to in church, the same folks that you go to school plays with, the same folks that you see in the grocery store on a regular basis, those same folks that may actually live right down the street from you, I'm guessing that there aren't a a ton of regular people who live down the street from Paul Ryan or that live down the street from other, uh, you know, uh, Ron Johnson, who can say, "Hey, Ron," when you see him at uh, the grocery store? "Hey, Mike, how's it going? Good. How's things in Washington? Great. Hey, if you got a minute, sure. What's up?" As it does happen when you see your local elected officials, and so two elected uh, two uh, uh, voters see an elected official and say. I want you to stop spending months, stop your support of that boondoggle project. I do not want you to support the project because I don't support the project, and I elected you to go to City Hall and do what I tell you. Uh, this morning, the first project, of course, that was mentioned was the La Center. Uh, There are a number of people who don't support that project, and it was suggested that all projects of a certain size, uh, uh, tax money size, should go to referendum. I think everybody, even those people who suggest that, understand that that is not government, Uh, certainly not uh, in any efficient fashion. You can't go to voter referendum every time you need to spend some money of some size. And then I wondered what size, and it was made clear to me by another uh, a person who texted me. The airport, what a waste! Spend the money on Myrick Park. I mentioned that on the air, and I got another text. The car wash, and Myrick Park, and Granddad Park, and Riverside Park, and every other park, what a waste! spend the money fixing the roads, in capital letters. So there you have one elected official being told by one voter to spend no money on that ridiculous lacrosse center, and another voter telling that same legislator to spend no money on a car wash, spend it all on Myrick Park, and a third voter that says spend no money on any park, or car wash, or any other thing until the uh, leap leap roads are fixed, period. Three voters, one legislator, what do you do? How do you how do you deal with that? So I'm curious to know what you think legislators should do that they're not doing. Our people poll question for tomorrow, which we can certainly get a heads up on tonight if you'd like, if you're interested. The average alderman represents their constituents, that's you, themselves because they got into office to be you know, rich and powerful, or special interests because that's who got them into office. It was brought to my attention in conversation later uh, this morning, after we got off the air, that uh, at least one neighborhood uh, activist who was very much in favor of the memorial pool uh, and was active in the community, got a number of individuals fired up to run for office, and then was uh, helpful in getting those individuals elected and put onto the Lacrosse Crosse City Council, and, lo and behold, Memorial Pool was approved. And some believe that it was approved by the, quote, rogue legislators elected specifically for that project. And I, I, I almost laughed out loud, thinking that, that legislators brought on to the city council are rogue legislators who have no interest in anything other than their pool. And they got the pool done, and now they're on city council for a period of time and don't care because the pool's done. Maybe they'll have a vote on the pool at some later date. In the meantime, at least it's going to be built, and that's all that's really important, apparently. I I don't know.
1: The idea of, the idea of comparing like your city council members to what uh, Ron Johnson or uh, who's okay, yeah. uh, the other guy? Uh, who uh, you... Paul Paul, Paul Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you call Ron Johnson and Paul Ryan, they're not answering. When you call your city when you call the city council, they all their numbers are on the city sure. website. Sure. Uh, for the most part.
0: Even even Steve Doyle, although he has a secretary, yeah. but, uh, you know, he's that close. Yeah, they're going to... And you know where he lives. you can drive over to his house and drive up his driveway and knock on the door, and he or his wife might actually answer.
1: Right. Yeah, so you can actually talk to these people. I think sometimes you don't really want to talk to these people. You want to vent about them without actually, you know, having them know who you are. Like a lot of times, social media is really good at that, right? Sure, even sure. Even our... Elected officials go on social media and vent about, you know, Uh, whatever. Uh, Sure. The Minnesota congressman in our district, in my district, is always on Facebook ripping on his, you know, Democratic congresspeople. Oh, really? And I'm always like, did you talk to that person? Face to face about this, you know, yeah. instead of sharing some article and and mo- you know yeah. moaning poking them from it, a distance moaning about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And just like, um, don't they work like down the hall from you? Go talk to them and yeah. then, you
0: know report on that conversation. You have a parking space in the same in the same. Parking structure, yeah. for gosh sakes. Wait for them at the elevator. It's just
1: like when you, you're just pandering to, you know, your base, I guess, yeah. if you're getting out. Social media is like a different, you know. I, I, but I think a lot of people don't want to go up to a certain city council member and scream at them. And they're about fixing the roads.
0: Well, sure. It's easy to scream when you're not actually talking to a person. You're just screaming you're, you're you on you like your couch. You're on your text in the morning. Right, you know? right. Like that's you're just yelling. All caps. Yeah, well, and they're angry. And I get that. You know as well as I do, you know, Rick, and so does most of the intelligent listeners that uh, are tuned in this afternoon understand that when you start a conversation by yelling, you've already (laughs) lost that conversation. Whatever you're saying is not going to be heard by anybody uh, who says, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm really mad and I'm not taking anymore. Okay, well, then go take it out in the hallway. Because okay. it's too early for you to be yelling at me. I've had Keith Knew
1: sit on with me on Wednesdays a couple oh, of times. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I've heard and, him a couple of times. And callers will call in and, and not yell, but kind of a little bit like they are sure. mad at him. And I'm always like, because these callers, you know, it's the same. I kind of know these people a little bit just through the phone calls. I kind of know what they're sure. going to say. sure. And I'm always like. You know, like I have one thing I want to say, and then Keith's pretty level-headed, and he just and he's just he's smarter than I am, you know. <laughs> and he's just and I'm like, wow, that was a really good way. To, like, oh, I could learn something from you, Brent, And how he yeah, he take a deep breath guidance, and yeah, let's talk exactly. about this for a minute. It's like, oh, good. That was way better than what I wanted to say, Keith.
0: <laughs> well, when you're a political scientist, you uh, you know how to be political. Probably, yeah. So you, you take a deep breath and you try to get that worked out. Uh. So, uh, but that's all we're talking about. The average alderman. Do you really think that the average alderman in the city of La Crosse is elected to do one thing and nothing else? Elected to represent their constituents, that's everybody. And how you do that is very difficult when you see them both uh, at church. Uh, To represent themselves, they get into office to do nothing but what's important to them, Because they ran because the previous legislator was uh, Nimrod and you don't want that person, you know, because that person votes for stuff like lacrosse centers and parks and fancy sidewalks and all that, blah, blah, blah. I want a legislator who's going to vote for none of that. I want all my tax money back or special interest, you know, like the fancy brick guy. I I don't know who, who contributes to your campaign at the lacrosse level. Probably don't need a ton of money to be elected.
1: Is our next argument similar to what happened in Madison just recently? Madison approved a thirteen million dollar oh, sure. public market. Right,
0: right. right. The, the, the public market.
1: Lacrosse is talking about having a public market. Well, if the price tag is thirteen million dollars to buy whatever building to have a public, you know, are people going to be upset right. about that? Because I feel like our public market is. I feel like well, the majority of people would be into that. And then until it to having a public market, yeah. Until right. it well, money.
0: and hopefully, uh, you're, you're absolutely your property is property. So uh, it, that that structure you're talking about uh, on three and a half uh, acres of city-owned land, forty-five thousand square feet of space. And a second in floor has
1: a different scope on so the cross, It might I'm be a little.
0: Saying, it might be a little less expensive, but if the city owned a building. Uh, already, and I have no idea what kind of building
1: they, they sold them all for a dollar, didn't they already? Well, <laughs>
0: not all of them, but a bunch of them, sure, because uh, it sat unsold. It sat empty until it had to be, uh, especially if you're talking I mean, about we Buzz's bike shop. shop.
1: Would we it, get mad at the city for buying Kmart or buying Shopco, one of the Shopkos sure. that closed? Sure. Kmart would be kind of a cool place to have a public market, Good, I, uh,
0: I I can't disagree at all. That would be an awesome place. Have a public market. I mean, you would so have buy a shop
1: co there because it's closer to you then. But.
0: <laughs> well, I wouldn't be angry about wherever the public market is. Uh, the one in, near where my mom lives is still a, a 45 minute drive uh, in Detroit, the Eastern Market in Detroit, and it's humongous. 45,000 square feet fit in one of the buildings of uh, the Eastern Market. It's huge, hugely huge, and extremely popular. And there are a ton of. Uh, the, the market in the Detroit size, would, it couldn't happen in, in La Crosse because there isn't the population to support it. But a smaller version of that would, in my personal opinion, be awesome. The Madison Public Market Foundation, nonprofit group that oversees and runs the facility, uh, they'll retain possession of the building so the city will still own the building. And boom, there's a huge argument right there. That property's off the tax rolls. And I can hear a couple of listeners right now yelling, if that's a business worth doing, let the private sector do it. If there's nobody in the private sector who wants to do it, then it's clearly not worth doing. And I don't agree with that at all. Do you? 785 the phone number. A couple of things we're talking about. What's on your mind?
2: As a business owner, you need to face your business to look fresh. That includes what's in your building, chairs, and couches, desks, and tables. When you upgrade, what about the things you're getting rid of? Give them new life with Habitat Restore, furniture, appliances, storage, and more. Your donations are tax deductible, and Habitat offers free local pickup. When your donation sells, it helps build and repair Cooley Region Homes. Learn more at habitatlacrosse.org. Habitat Restore lacrosse, La Pass Highway 16, building homes, community, and hope.
3: So mom's hearing has become an issue, but she always says she's fine. And then you read that study. It says older adults with untreated hearing loss are more likely to develop dementia. Yeah, it's time to call the Better Hearing Center. Treating hearing loss with hearing aids has been shown to help reduce the risk. Leaving her hearing untreated is a chance you just don't want to take. Start the conversation. Get clarity with the Better Hearing Center, Eleventh and Main Streets on Alaska, right across from St. Pat's Catholic Church. Better hearing is a better life.
0: News Talk, fourteen ten a.m., ninety two three FM online at wizmnews com. So, what's on your mind this afternoon? If it isn't a public market, and the city of Lacrosse is to some degree looking for uh, a, a, looking for property and or ideas and uh, kicking that around was the uh, the guy who was here uh, recently, wasn't he from Seattle? Wasn't he from one of those markets? Oh, yeah, I did. So. I me too. I should have just get the this Madison
1: thing. guy who got it done in fourteen years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, let's face it: if the city of Lacrosse Crosse uh, opened a public market similar to this one in twenty, and also in twenty twenty one, people would say, "Look at that! lacrosse got it done. And it only took them ten." <laughs> Because it's something you've been talking about but not fired up about for a long time. Wait till there's a ribbon cutting on the old mobile oil site. And and people say that's the property across is that the street from Festival. Is that where all those...
1: Oh, wait, what's, there's a whole bunch of stuff going in there. There's mini homes going somewhere, too. I can't remember where those are going. Tiny homes? Yeah, aren't there little mini homes going somewhere?
0: I don't know. That's is there? Weird. Man, that's awesome. I'm hugely in favor of tiny homes after yeah. having seen a couple of neighborhoods... Uh, of tiny homes. And I know I, it was hilarious to me that people ripped on that idea when I, I went to Detroit to a ribbon cutting for a tiny home neighborhood uh, that was uh, uh, at least started by a minister who bought a, a property after the city said that they would they would pay to knock the building down and clean the site up. Then she bought the property and arranged with a bunch of builders, uh, to build a bunch of homes that were then sold to people coming off uh, homelessness and uh, homeless veterans and so forth for a buck a foot, a buck a square foot. That was the rent. And after seven years, you would own that property. And people around here went nuts. Oh, so we're going to start giving homes to drug addicts. That's great. We'll have a, So none of that. So those of you who are cynical about anything uh, need to take a step back, I think, in some cases. Uh, But, uh, you know, that kind of idea is awesome. It can absolutely work in any size community. You just have to have the right place to do it. And could a market like the one in Madison work in lacrosse? Yes. A different size, maybe. But could it work? You betcha. Where would it be? uh, That would be key. And how to move forward with it and then get all the players, all the pieces in line to make it happen. That'd be awesome. Could it work? Sure. What would you think of the idea? Think about it for a couple of minutes, and give us a call seven eight five seven nine one four the phone number, the talk and text line, the phone number. Uh, all three lines are open. I'd love to get your input. Otherwise, it's you know, otherwise it's I don't learn anything, and I need to learn some stuff. So, you are ready for instruction? Get busy.
1: FourWisdomNews brought to you by the Wisconsin Insurance Center. I'm Rick Solom, President Donald Trump. On Twitter, is warning the Chinese president that China will be hurt very badly if they don't agree to a trade deal. Trump tweeted today after the countries failed to reach a deal in recent talks. Trump administration has raised tariffs on $200 billion of Chinese imports after charging that China had backtracked on commitments it made in earlier negotiations. Trump, who had tweeted 12 times today beginning at 4 a.m., wrote on Twitter that China had a great deal almost completed and you backed out, exclamation point. Trump insisted the tariffs that the U.S. has placed on Chinese goods won't hurt American consumers, saying there is no reason for the U.S. consumer to pay the tariffs. White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow acknowledged Sunday that the U.S. consumers and businesses will pay the tariffs. Both sides will pay, he told Fox News. A lacrosse woman familiar with law enforcement is facing charges for allegedly trying to run over three juveniles while they rode their bicycles. Took place around 9 p.m. Friday, a group of kids were riding their bikes behind the Southside Community Center when a car driven by 21-year-old Monica Thompson sped up from behind. She clipped one boy, causing him to fall, and another jumped off his bike to bo- avoid being hit. She then allegedly stated, we'll get you next time. Thompson denied being the driver, but police say her story changed several times. She's charged with reckless endangerment and disorderly conduct. Large item pickup is beginning in the cross. Couches, mattresses, other things like that will be collected by the city for free. The items will be picked up the same day the city comes to get your recycling. You shouldn't put the stuff out no more than 12 hours in advance. You could put up to five items out there. No electronics, no appliances, and it can't weigh more than 300 pounds. For WisdomNews.com, I'm Rick Solem. Keeping the La Crosse area informed since 1923, this is Wisdom News. News Talk 1410 AM and 923 FM.
4: Wisconsin became a state in 1848. Lacrosse became a city in 1856. That's a long time ago. Hey, Dad, how long have you been in business? We've
2: been around a while, but not that long. The funeral home was started in 1948 by Ray Schumacher. Now it's run by your Uncle Steve and I, who took it over from your Grandpa Don. Hi, this is Scott Kish from Schumacher Kish, and times have changed, but one thing that never will, at Schumacher Kish, we'll be there when you need us the most.
5: Hi, I'm
3: Fred, the guy that named my business wrong. I'm Jacob Scott, I'm part of Fred's and Alignment on the north side of La Crosse, now known as Unique Edge Auto Repair. My first meeting with Midwest Family Radio, somehow we came out with, why did I name my business wrong? I actually used to go to to Chuck's presentations and learn more and more about it. I did see Chuck Metford, and that was sort of the convincing part that, hey, this has a place in my business. Consistency is what pays off, and you learn that through Chuck and, and through working with Midwest. We went from a two-bay shop to, to now eight bays. The marketing has become a very important tool in my business. Our growth could not have happened without it. Unique Edge came about because of the growth of our two companies. Go see Chuck Medford and allow Midwest Family Broadcasting to help you invest in your business for now and into the future. <laughs>
2: You have a small IT department? Congratulations. You're already ahead of most businesses. But they're stretched pretty thin. Projects aren't getting done. You can hire another employee or let Laser Product Technologies lessen the burden by managing your help desk. Let IT focus on projects to keep your business moving forward. Talk to Dave at Laser Product Technologies today. Ask how he can help your company be more efficient. Get more done with Laser Product Technologies.
4: My name is Sonia Pennell and I own six Burn camps. We are a women's fitness facility. Ultra is different than other financial institutions that we have dealt with. Honestly, I think because of the people, I feel welcome when I walk through the door.
3: Ultra Federal Credit Union can assist any business with all of its business banking needs. Visit Ultra.org or call 855 490 4518 for additional information. Ultra Federal Credit Union, helping you live your best life, federally insured by NCUA.
0: On news fourteen ten a. M. Ninety FM online at dot I'm Mike Hayes, Rick Solomon and I in the studio this afternoon. What's on your mind? Maybe everyone is still recovering from uh, lobster Benedict and uh, Mother's Day that feast, planting flowers and uh, eating chocolate and hugging family members. Everybody's, uh, everybody's real quiet. I don't think it's ever been this quiet on a Monday, Rick. What?
1: Well, one person called, but I was doing news. So.
0: Oh, oh, I didn't <laughs> see that. I apologize. To whoever called, I didn't... Uh, I apologize. I didn't see that. I didn't see the phone ringing. Maybe these... Light, excuse me. Hiccups. Maybe these light bulbs are burned out. Um, yeah, you know, so a project that involved the city. Uh, aldermen that don't represent their constituents... Tax money being spent when you would prefer that no tax money be spent on anything and any extra money be sent back. It was interesting to me that, uh, that uh, the airport, for instance, they operate uh, on their own budget and are required to be self-sufficient. The city owns the airport. They set them up and said, all right, you guys got to pay for yourselves. Ready? Go. Don't come to us with projects. You need money. Don't come to us when you need extra money, because the answer is no. Unless it's a hugely important, uh, unusual project that we can't say no to, we're going to say no. And so the airport said okay. So they've been scrimping and saving and holding on uh, you know, and putting away money for uh, a number of years until they had $2 million all saved up. And a couple of listeners uh, texted last week and suggested, that the, uh, that the city council take that money. It's, it's their airport. It's our airport. That money is our money. Take that money and fill some potholes. You can fill a lot of potholes for $2 million. We don't need a, a car wash at the airport. Who cares about a car wash at the airport? I vote no. And if my legislator doesn't also vote no, then he's not paying attention to my wishes. On the other hand, if that were to become a practice, uh, and the state of Wisconsin or the, uh, through the county, has suffered uh, via efficiencies. The state of Wisconsin suffers because when our community operates at such, uh, at such efficiency, the state then gives us less money and less money and less money to do things. So when there's ever a project of any appreciable size, the city of La cross or the county of La cross has to go back to the city and beg and plead for some funding that used to be in the budget all the time, but is now taken away because clearly you don't need this money. And that I wish that happened in legislators' budgets. I wish that the the country would say, "Hey, look at that. Ron Kind got his all of his work done, and it, his staff paid, and everything paid, and he still has three hundred thousand dollars left over. We're going to take that money, and well, and Ron returns it." If they, uh, if, this, if the country did that with them, every legislator, took the money that was allocated to that particular legislator that was left over every year, there'd be none left over, ever. Ever. They would figure out a way to spend it, or spend it and hide it, so that they could spend it on something else later, because that's business. That's political business, because it's not their money. It's our money. And you can't just rob Peter to pay Paul. Otherwise no one's going to work out to save any money because you're just going to take it for whatever you think is more important and we think since airline x said we were really we are seriously considering bringing our airplanes to your airport but you got nothing none of our none of the people who fly on our airlines want to land in a podunk wisconsin town that doesn't even have a place to get your car washed after it's been parked in the lot for 2 weeks or when I want to rent a car and the only thing you have is uh, you know jalopies for rent because you can't get a, a car rental place to do business. There's no place to stay. There's you know you have no amenities. So we're not landing because we don't land our airplanes in podunk towns like Nowheresville, La Lacrosse, Wisconsin, says some airlines. So they offer more amenities and dun 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 There are more airlines interested in coming to Lacrosse. That's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. You you understand that, right? Right? All right, let's... Uh, Eric. Let's go to the phones. Eric, good afternoon, bud. What's on your mind?
5: Uh, Ron kind of gives his money back to the government. His left over funds from his budget. Yep. Uh, $300,000. Why didn't he uh, give that to the Did Because that's so famous to his home district, or what? Give it back. All that is is a political ploy for him to get votes. Like, say he's responsible... Three hundred thousand dollars—a drop in the bucket. And he knows it. Why
0: didn't he give it to the city of Cross? I'm not sure that would be legal. Well, why wouldn't it be? Because, because I'm just, sure. Because he—that would be like saying, why didn't he give it to the uh, city of Onalaska?
6: Well, he sure makes. Yeah, that's what I mean. He sure makes an issue
5: out of it, though. We'll, we'll Giving it back, the thing is give him some political clout or something like that. Well, tell
6: everybody else does it.
0: Well, why can't I, he? I don't know. I, well, no, no, I, I don't know. Who else does it? Other legislators give their leftover uh, staff fund money to cities of appreciable size in their district. I don't think so, because I don't think that's. I'm not sure. I, I can't say that with, with confidence. But I'm pretty sure that's not legal. I don't think Ron Kind could say, "Hey, we got our we got our job done this year, and we had, and it's not three hundred thousand all the time. It's uh, you know, it's one hundred and thirty, it's one hundred ninety, it's three hundred thousand, whatever it is. It's a differing amount." Because of different circumstances. But whatever the amount is, it isn't 50 bucks. And he can't say, and this year, we've elected to give the money to the city of Reedsburg in my district. Because they want to build a a center. They're going to call it the Reedsburg Center and have concerts and, and a farmer's market and tiny homes. And that's a great idea, so I want to fund that. And you would go ballistic if you thought I donated money to the Ron Kind campaign and he gave it to that podunk little city in his district? No, 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 that's not why I elected him. I elected him to help me have build a hotel in La Crosse. All right, we'll be right back.
3: guests worse than your aunt Flo. They fly, they crawl, they burrow, they scurry. No matter how they move, you want them gone. Call your local pest expert, Debor Pest Control. From state-certified licensed employees to master technicians, you know they'll get the job done right, guaranteed. Get local, affordable pest control for bugs no more. Call DBOR, your local pest expert, Debor Pest Control on Alaska.
4: Support the important work of the Cooley Region Humane Society. Become a voice, an advocate, and caregiver of animals when you get a state farm insurance quote. State farm agent Kurt Paff will make a $10 donation to the Cooley Region Humane Society for each quote they provide. These funds will offer our community a go-to place to learn about animal care, welfare, and treatment. Since opening the doors in 1971, the Cooley Region Humane Society has been accepting all animals in need of safe refuge. Help our promise to never turn away an animal in it's time for the La Crosse Symphony's Vacation Raffle. Win a new furnace or home gadget from Paul's Heating and Air Conditioning. Carpet from Cooley Carpet. Gutters from Interstate Roofing. Countertops from Countertops by Design. Carpet from Pellinger, Inc. Custom cabinets from Hagee Construction. Bathroom and kitchen fixtures from First Supply Earhart Showroom. Or a gift card from Bernie Buckner Plumbing. The drawing is at the June 8th Symphony concert. Get tickets from the symphony office or lsoraffle.com.
2: As I see it, I'm Scott Robert Shaw. This sure sounds familiar. Wisconsin's job creation agency continues to have problems doing its job. A required audit of the Economic Development Corporation once again shows Wisconsin taxpayers are hardly getting their money's worth. This has become a disappointing pattern. In the latest audit, it was discovered that the Development Corporation once again can't determine how many jobs were actually created by companies which got state money and tax credits. Weedick could not verify that 14 companies which got state money actually created the jobs they said they had. In one case, Weedick gave nearly a half million dollars to a company which not only failed to create jobs, but actually lost 17 jobs. In total, companies which received state money to create jobs only created 34% of the promised jobs, but collected 100% of the money. That makes no sense, but it was probably inevitable, given that Weedick only tried to verify the number of jobs they gave our tax dollars to once in two years. It's time for our lawmakers to demand a better use of our tax money. Instead, we keep giving away the farm, but get little in return. I'm Scott Robert Shaw on Wisdom.
1: LordWismNews.com brought to you by Optical Fashion's Eye Care Clinic, I'm Rich The dancer sculpture at the Pump House parking lot is going to be moved soon, just across the street. Board of Public Works approved the relocation this morning. Metal sculpture of two women dancing has been at the pump house for 17 years, but it's going to get a makeover and then just move to the other side of the road so that the Artspire Festival in June has more room. Public Works has also taken up the last appeals of sidewalk shoveling tickets for the season. Hopefully it doesn't snow again. During winter, the city charges people who don't shovel their walks in time. One ticket was appealed with the argument that snow and ice combined and one of the storms was too difficult to shovel. Both appeals turned down by the board.
0: Wisconsin Assembly Speaker
1: Robin Voss is appealing a ruling that would force him to be questioned by attorneys representing voters in a federal district redistricting lawsuit. Voss appealed the U.S. 7th District Court of Appeals Friday. A three-judge panel on May 3rd ruled that Voss is subject to questioning and must turn over documents as part of a lawsuit alleging the Republican draw maps are an unconstitutional gerrymander. The judicial panel today rejected Voss's request that its order be put on hold. Voss argues he can't be deposed due to legislative privilege, which protects lawmakers from being sued. Voss could be held in contempt of court if he doesn't turn over the documents by May 22nd and sit for deposition May 29th. An internal review of the Wisconsin Republican Party says it missed payments to insurers. racked up nearly $600 a month in interest on maxed-out credit, and outsourced routine work to consultants who made more than $500,000. U.S. Senator Ron Johnson and other top Republicans led the review following the defeat of Scott Walker and every other Republican in statewide office. Findings were to be discussed at the party's annual convention this weekend. Johnson told the Associated Press in an interview that the report showed the party was too reliant on consultants and needed to reengage with grassroots supporters. A man was charged early Saturday morning for vandalizing a church in Lacrosse. An officer was flagged down by a citizen who was holding a man who had thrown eggs at St. Joseph's Cathedral. The officer observed egg yolks and eggshells still dripping from the door. A 51-year-old Lacrosse man admitted to drinking and said that the church was evil and he was conflicted about going to services there. He was also taken in on probation violation. For Wisdom I'm Rick Solomon. If you don't want it heard, don't let it happen. This is the News.
3: There's a reason why so many Marvin windows go out of our doors and into homes like yours. I'm Mike Baldizzi from Baldizzi Lumber. We're the largest Marvin window dealer in the tri-state area. You go to your home, measure, and guarantee your new windows will fit. Visit us online, give us a call, stop in. We'll turn your dream into reality. From one family business to another, Marvin Windows and Doors and Balduzzi Lumber. Midway Natural. I'm Andrew Dickinson. I work for Dickinson Family Funeral Home. I'm Brian Dickinson, Dickinson Family Funeral Home. As a child, growing up, going out with my dad to events or to restaurants, or my grandfather, people coming up to them, knowing who they were. How do, how do they know so many people? Well, it was them being in business for so long, serving so many different families. Through 60 years of serving families, the Dickinsons have learned the importance of community. You work with the family on such a personal level that you have that connection with them I mean uh, we're not a wedding planner we're not trying to sell them a a vehicle you you sit down at that arrangement table and you can get very emotional at times and you you have things vested into that family and, and so you get to know them a little bit more Dickinson Family Funeral Homes, our family serving your family for over 60 years.
4: In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your agent know your name? Or would you call a 1-800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Get a local independent insurance agent with auto owner's insurance. Someone you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Hi, I'm Sarah. Contact Wisconsin Insurance Center today at wisconsininsurancecenter.net. Solutions for life's ifs and whens. There's a large percentage of us out there that have allergies. Probably more people that do have allergies than don't have allergies. There are things we can do to help people. Dr. Holly Fisher, optometrist at Optical Fashions. A lot of people suffer with their eyes itching and burning and swelling and looking red, whether it's dust mites, indoor allergies, or animal allergies, or seasonal pollen, mold, those kind of things. We can help people with different medications, whether it be an antihistamine, lubrication drops, cold compresses, anti-inflammatories. There's a lot of different things that we can do depending on how severe the allergy reaction is. If you're struggling with seasonal allergies or dry eyes, optical fashions may be able to help. Optical Fashions, just off Highway 16, look for the three terracotta peaks. People with allergies can still wear contact lenses. I think that's a myth out there that people that have allergies aren't able to wear contact lenses, and that's simply just not true. Uh, We can help people so that they can wear their contact lenses successfully.
0: voodoo daddy get you going on a Monday this is BM on News Talk 1410 AM 92.3 FM online at wizmnews.com I'm Mike Hayes Rick Solomon, and I in the studio this afternoon we were just getting ready to eat a, a is that is the name of that company Meat Splainer Rick the, uh, the plant based I think
1: it's Beyond Meat is one of them oh
0: Beyond Meat okay oh and Impossible Foods we were just talking about a plant-based burger and would you eat one or would you buy one or you know what do you think have you ever eaten uh, I can't there's a couple of them they're up nearly they're a percent there. today they're stock. yeah well and i you know, i certainly understand a vegetarian who doesn't eat meat but loves a burger if you could uh, if you could put two burgers down on a on a counter one of them was a beef burger, and the other was a plant-based the, burger.
1: The Pepsi Coke challenge. Yeah, yeah. You,
0: you could do a burger challenge, and, and the goal was to guess which one is the plant-based burger, and which one is the beef? Can you put
1: bacon on the garden burger? Is not that... a real? No, <laughs>
0: no. Not, <kind> of <laughs> is the is illegal? Although, I, I, as long as there's bacon on the beef burger, but like, they would
1: be funny too, right? Like if you went to like a, a restaurant and you, you ordered the garden burger, but then you're like, "Can I get a bacon on that?" And they just look at you like, "Yeah, no. that'd
0: be crazy." Uh, you're just being a smart aleck. What is this? Uh, candid camera here. Get out of here. Get out of here. I wonder. I, I would. I would absolutely try one. I have not yet tasted a plant-based burger that I thought tasted as good as a all-beef burger. And as soon as they, as soon as whoever's working on this, as soon as Beyond Meat or Impossible Food among those companies, well, and was it, I read Bill Gates and Leonardo DiCaprio or somebody like that. Are we good with
1: cheese on on it? Are we putting cheese on this thing? I am. Because, I mean, if you put enough cheese, onions, tomato, ketchup, mustard... You're really, I mean, you're you're the yeah, burgers, but there's beef burger in there a too. little bit, a little bit, you know, like uh, the hamburger. You're you're gonna be like, okay, I can taste the hamburger a little bit, but like you're not gonna be able to tell if all that stuff's on there.
0: Well, in a taste test, you probably just have um, right, less, yeah, exactly less stuff. But when I'm ordering a burger at a restaurant, when I used to eat, uh, I used to go to Sloopy's every Saturday after I got my haircut, and would get one of those, you know, one of the Big Ten burgers that.
7: Yeah, Purdue
0: Burger, or the Iowa Burger, or whatever that has eggs on it and cheese and bacon and <laughs> lettuce and tomatoes. The kitchen sink. what I'm saying you do all that,
1: that. but then yeah. Garden Burger will yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. laugh you out of yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I want
0: all of that and a diet coke. Yeah, but see, I don't want there. I think I think uh, whatever plant-based, fat-free cheese, for instance, should be illegal <laughs> because cheese is fat, and so if it's fat-free. Then all you're eating is a square of yellow chemicals.
1: Yeah, yellow whatever. That's
0: that. That is uh, whoa. I, so I, I, you know, I can't. And of course, if you can't make cheese from cows because cows burp and kill the planet, then I got a problem. Well, so here, I'm not giving up here. all my stuff. How long like, I didn't invent all those animals to just be? Sitting over there burping for no good reason.
1: How long before the burger industry sues the garden burger industry for uh, calling the burger a burger when it's when not? It's not right. Oh like, yeah. like the almond milk. Dog, oh, absolutely.
0: Right? And is that, was that ever resolved or is that still in court? I'm
1: sure that's still in court. Yeah. I've seen. I've, and I get it. I've seen almond milk in the stores yet.
0: So. Oh, I have. I have too. What it would take you. You know, when when that court case comes down, the decision will be. In favor of one or the other, X amount
1: of years, later. Exactly,
0: because you got to get rid of all your stock uh, of of uh, that particular kind of milk. But uh, yeah, I, I can imagine that uh, the beef industry would be suing the plant industry for calling that round <laughs> patty on a bun a burger because it's not. What is
1: it? Yeah, Bob? they don't have ham in there, so they just, they just yeah, have it's just a burger. So. yeah, with well,
0: Maryland, they could call it uh, you know a a soy burger, a soy. Well, they would have to call it a soy burger. Why well, don't they call it almond milk? You can't call it milk. I think these plant-based a burgers have you know,
1: a lot of pea protein in it. You could call it a pea burger.
0: You could, but then nobody would ever want to buy one of those. I don't even want to taste one of those. Let's head off to the phones. Hey, Tom, good afternoon. Thanks for saving us here. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, i
5: like to go back to spending money. sure. Sure. <coughs> In my experience, I've always noticed that when you're spending somebody else's money, you're very generous with it. I am, um, you know. Sure.
0: It's somebody else's money. How about
5: money? if uh, they? Uh, oh, uh, the excess fundage. Why don't they just reduce it that much? And if he still saves money, reduce it that much again.
0: Sure. I hear you. But then, that, and, and I, I understand what you're saying, but in the case of uh, the airport, for instance, they want to sock a little of that excess money away for a project later that they're not allowed to ask for funds
5: for. So if they. Well, oh, that's let, called three coins in a box.
0: Um, I don't follow you.
5: Well, you, you spend a little bit to get something, and then you use it to make more money.
0: Oh, sure, sure. Now I get you. Yeah. But at some point, you know, when, they, when you find out that that city department or that le- legislator uh, spends a dollar and if there's any change left over, puts it in the jar, and at the end of the year, there's a jar full of coins that equals a $20 bill. And it is some taxpayers' contention that that $20 bill go back to taxpayers because it's their money. And it's that legislator's uh, contention that that $20 bill could be spent on something that uh, would not get funding otherwise because we don't have $20.
5: But I have a question. Shoot, shoot. Uh, That money that is refunded isn't given back to the people. It's put back in the Treasury, which is the money, the people's money.
0: Right. Well, that's the safe place for for a legislator to put that money, and then he could say, hey, the fact that the federal government didn't decide to cut you a check your piece, and that's only my excess money. How many legislators well, are there? Like 436. Bites,
5: Mike. You know that as well as yeah, I
0: do. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right. Hey, Tom. Thanks very much for your call. You make some good points. Uh, and no legislator. Well, not. I, I'm. I don't know the practice of any other legislators in other states. Maybe other legislators have that practice of returning their excess funds from their budget back to the. Back to the people, in this case the general fund. Should that money go somewhere else? I don't know where else Ron Kine could put it without getting yelled at by somebody. Because uh, right away the city of Lacrosse is going to yell, "We're the biggest city, give it to us." But doesn't he also represent Eau Claire? And Eau Claire is not Claire is Eau Claire bigger than Lacrosse? I think so. Isn't it?
1: I'm, I'm not sure.
0: Look that I, I think it is. I think Eau Claire is bigger than Lacrosse. So the biggest city I would wins. Say it. And La
1: Crosse, though, and its sprawl has got to be bigger than Eau Claire, right? Well, nah, I'm not
0: talking about mileage. You're just straight up Lacrosse uh, to Claire. Population. Because Eau
1: Claire's population is 68 and a half. There
0: you go. So it's bigger. So the biggest city gets the money. That means Lacrosse is still on the short end of the stick. And there we have a bunch of people who voted for Ron Kind angry that he gave his money back to not our city. The idea that we Eau Claire can, can
1: pay for their own stuff. I mean, we can argue about anything in the world, right? Ron Kind giving money back. Like we're is, arguing about. We're, I mean, I get it. It's, he's, <laughs> he's telling the world too. Like, hey, give all this money back. Like, okay, Ron, just yeah, you in the middle of the night, and not tell anyone. That would actually be a, a bigger gesture, you know. But yeah. like, obviously, like he he wants a right. clout for doing not, that. But, the like, only thing
0: they do in the middle of the night quietly is give themselves raises. Yeah, which give themselves raises
1: other people, you know. Yeah, with your money. I gave a bunch rules. of money what back, but I'm
0: giving it back to me. See, I gave my 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 staff budget back, but then I got it back in my own budget because, you know, we voted ourselves a raise. All right, a little business. Be right back.
7: You've got a friend in the business at Kish and Sons network
0: I am Amy Kish,
4: working here at Kish and Sons Electric. You want your big project to look its best, so does
3: your friend in the business.
4: So that big kitchen remodel or bathroom remodel that you've been wanting to do, have your contractor reach out to us, or even better, you reach out to us. We have really good project managers on site that are able to go out and take a look at the project at hand and give you ideas on how to upgrade the lighting in your space in order to make it look like something you've always wanted. We can give you that look at a cost that it fits to your budget.
3: Kitchen Sons Electric, your friend in the business.
4: When there's a water rescue, it's all hands on deck. We bring in our team. They have their team. Don and
0: Amanda from Don's Towing and Auto Repair.
2: I've been doing uh, water recoveries, uh, cars through the ice, uh, cars off the boat ramps, ever since I've been in business. And and while we're out there, Amanda brings out coffee and donuts and water and lunch for us. Uh,
4: we share it with everybody who's there, the rescue guys, uh, the dive team. Um, Just to help show that we're supporting their time out there.
2: They can trust us that we will get the job done with safety
0: in mind and a good lunch. On land or car fishing in the water, call Don's Towing and Auto Repair.
7: We know you don't want to need us, but when you do, we're there. And
2: I hope I never have to see you, but if I do, I'm AAA certified. Be sure to ask for Don's.
0: Lacrosse.vm on News Talk 14 10 a.m. 92.3 FM. Online at And Oh, I got uh, sorry, I got behind on texts here. Uh, I, I know, Ryan, there are a bunch of car washes all around uh, the airport, but there are none at the airport. And you know as well as I do. When you land and you go to your car that's been parked in Minneapolis for a, for a week or ten days or whatever, you're not going to say, where's the nearest car wash, and drive around. And uh, You're not. You know as well as I do that's not going to happen. And uh, LG, no, you did not hear me say that uh, airlines base their whether they're bringing flights on whether the amenities are not. That is part of what uh, they base it on, yes. Uh, It is part, not a huge part, just one of the puzzles, one of the pieces of the puzzle. And you're right, if there are no passengers to fill the flights, uh, I don't care how many car washes are near the airport, the airline's not coming here. You're right, but that's why they would come here with a really small airplane, one that has propellers and stuff, or the little prop uh, prop jets that have propellers and the little jets, and uh, only 42 passengers. And uh, thanks, Anonymous listener reminded me that, if you're a vegan, you don't have cheese on your burger, no matter what. So if you're a vegan, you're having fake cheese, but you're also having a fake burger. So, uh, so there you go. Back to the phones. Hey, number three. Good afternoon, buddy. What's on your mind? Oh, no is
6: grouchy. Number three. That's what they call me in all my uh. But
0: well, you're not always
6: grouchy. Just... No, just about all the time, according to some people. Oh.
0: Uh, well, anyway,
6: about the car wash anyway... up at the airport. Uh, my daughter worked up there thirty years ago for one of the rental places. And they always wanted a car wash up there, especially in the winter time. They'd take the cars over to the old airport, at one of the old buildings up there, and wash the car, bring it back to the new airport, and when they got it back, it was dirty again. Huh? Follow me?
0: Uh, well, they must, what, they take it on a joyride?
6: No, you go from the old airport to the new airport, probably a mile and a half. Right. Slushy roads—the car would get dirty again, so it wasn't clean.
0: Uh huh. So you follow uh, me? I I hear you. Yep. Yeah. Well,
6: they've been wanting that car washed for over thirty years.
0: Well, there you go. And now, they're finally getting it. They're finally get. Took them. So, the re-
6: rental places that really want it
0: bad. Sure. Yeah. I can imagine. Saves
6: them a lot of time and trouble. Sure, it does. Right. So now they'll be right in the same vicinity of the parking lot. See? Right. Yeah. And now, another thing that's going to be coming shortly, the way my daughter talked, she said, well, Dad, if they get a car wash up there, the next thing they're going to want is a big building to put those cars in so they stay clean.
0: I, uh, I don't know. I, I think you just yeah. wash them one at a time. You know, well, well, a big party They sit out there, they stains?
6: get dirty and dusty, so they want a place to put them. That's coming.
0: I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. We'll it's going to take okay. a while. If it, if it took them 30 years to save up for a car wash. Imagine how long it's going to take to save up for a garage. Hey, thanks, thanks, number three. And I don't think you're grumpy all the time, no matter what other people say. I know you're grumpy a bunch of times, but all the time. Well, that's why they call a show. The, the show yeah. is the vent, the vent, the vent. Yeah, let's, let's 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 back to the phones. Hey, Tom. Good afternoon, bud.
5: I don't think man, number three is grumpy. Yeah. I like him.
0: How me too. <laughs>
5: uh, um. Uh, the money that is superfluous to Rankine's, uh bookkeeping, um, you just give the money to the state of Wisconsin, not to his district.
0: Right, and that might be possible. I, I guess I don't know. It's
5: another treasury.
0: Sure. If it were legal to do that, I would. I, next time I talk to him, I'm going to ask. Why don't well, you just you. give the money to the state of Wisconsin instead of back to the federal government where it is lost uh, altogether?
5: Yes.
0: Yeah, That I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. I don't either. I just thought I'd pose the question. Uh, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> thank uh, I, I, I'll have to ask him about that.
1: The, uh, the public market story yeah. on our Wisdom Facebook page, yeah. of course somebody's on there. Fix the road. <laughs> of
0: course. What did I tell you?
1: About
0: having one in Hey, uh, 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 Dave is up tomorrow, so I'll call him. Be grumpy. He'll be here. And I'll be back in the morning broadcasting from Big Boar Barbecue in West Salem. It's 6 o'clock. W.